Son, tonight we look after the North Pole while Santa delivers all the holiday goodies. Wooden ponies, dolls, Xfinity. Xfinity? It's only the awesomest internet ever. The whole family can enjoy fast, reliable internet speed and great coverage all at a great value. Plus, advanced security is included at no extra cost with Xfinity XFi and the XFi Gateway. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Choose the speed that works for you. Up to gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. And you're on right now with Jim Dawes, broadcasting on the Mojo 5 Radio Network and bringing you the news behind the news, the story behind the story. Here to convince you that reality is usually scoffed at and illusion is usually king. But in the battle for the survival of this republic, it's going to be reality and not illusion or delusion that will determine the future. We're live on iHeartRadio, on demand on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at RightNowJimDawes. Or you can shoot me an email at RightNowJimDawes at gmail.com. Call the vent line and leave your rants at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. Well, I want to start today's show by thanking everybody that sent me birthday wishes on Twitter and Facebook yesterday. That was very kind of you, and uh, and I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> very few uh, smart aleck remarks about turning 60. I was kind of surprised about that. You know, turning 60s, it sort of reminds you of a, a, a roller coaster at Six Flags over Georgia. They had the screen machine, and it was a, when it was built, it was the tallest, longest, fastest roller coaster in the country. And it took a long time to get up that first hill. And uh, 60 kind of feels like the top of that hill. It's all downhill from here. But uh, I will carry on and try to adjust to my new status as uh, <laughs> a senior. Is that right? Is that is that when they start classifying you as a senior at 60? <clears throat> Rage against the dying of the light. So it's interesting times to be alive, that's for sure. Uh, we are witnessing uh, what uh, many people had predicted if you allow these uh, Marxist, cultural Marxist and economic Marxists to take up residence with tenure in your universities, that eventually they will infect the entire culture. Uh, they have done that now, and uh, we are in the middle of this long march of the American Marxists. And uh, just like the previous cultural revolutions in Russia and China, they're coming for our history. Uh, they want to uh, reframe history, and <clears throat> the New York Times, the paper of record, has decided that this country wasn't birthed in 1776, that it was 1619 when the very first slave was brought to uh, North America, despite the fact that pretty much all of the rest of the world uh, had slavery, had been going on for thousands of years before Europeans got involved. And we're the ones that ended it uh, by banning the slave trade on the high seas. That doesn't matter. This history was born in 1619, says the New York Times. And they've put together a curriculum. Won a Pulitzer Prize 
but they've put together a curriculum and uh, they're pushing it out to the schools all the way from, uh, you know, kindergarten through university based on the 1619 uh, corruption of our history. And if you dare oppose any of this, of course, you will be uh, the subject of this cancel culture they've got going on. Even if just a member of your family is not, uh, you know, all on board with the uh, with the cultural revolution, they will fire you and ruin your career. And they're tearing down monuments across this country. Of course, you've heard about this movement to rename all of the military bases that were named after Confederate generals, and they're pulling down in city after city Confederate statues. It's their nose in the tent, uh, you know, because uh, they have convinced everybody that, uh, you know, the Confederates were evil and morally retarded, and so we can pull their statues down. But, of course, it's not going to stop there after they get rid of all the uh, Confederate statues. And, and these Democrat mayors in these cities are allowing it. They're not arresting anybody. After they get through with the Confederates, of course, they're going to come for all the slaveholders. And that is uh, uh, the majority, probably nearly every one of the founders held slaves, both uh, northern and southern states. L.Z. Granderson was on CNN, and uh, he commented on, on this, uh, this whole erasing of our history. If you feel as if your history is being erased out of pop culture, well, welcome to our world. Our history has been erased. Erased to the point in which we had to beg for a month to celebrate our history. And then when that happened, it's the shortest month of the year. So if you have any complaints about history being erased, get in line. If you don't like your history erased, just get in line and get to the back of the line, back of the bus. He says, uh, we only get one month for black history. Apparently he hasn't seen the curriculum that, um, that school children bring home. Yes. Uh, February is black history month and, uh, and they celebrate it and, uh, immerse themselves in it. But every other month is Black History Month as well and Multicultural History Month to the point where, um, you know, the, the Revolutionary War has been minimized. Very little coverage of World War One or World War II. Um, you know, all wall-to-wall coverage of the Civil Rights Movement, uh, they're the, the heroes. But uh, nobody else is uh, is allowed to, you know, celebrate their accomplishments every month is black history and multicultural month the uh the literature uh that you know my kids were forced to read was all multicultural indoctrination and so we're treated on our screens uh you know with these uh pulling down of uh the statues there in portsmouth virginia they asked the police chief uh, isn't it Illegal to destroy public property? Why didn't you do something? I'm told not to step in when people were vandalizing or destructing property. Yes. They were never not told. No, no, no. They they were told at the time before I came on scene by another elected official. So she's pointing out that an elected official was at uh, this event where they tore down a Confederate statue and, and told the police that nobody would be arrested and the police just complied. 
not to step in? Not, that no arrests will be made. But isn't it against the rule for the elected official to direct anything that is the police chief's purview? It, it is, and until that was cleared up because there was misinformation given that it was down through other elected officials that that was actually the call that was made. So I had to make some calls to find out exactly where that order or was coming from. By that time, they were already engaging in the property damage. Can you tell us who gave you that order? Again, by that time, when it was all cleared, the property damage was already occurring. So that so one of the elected officials uh, told the police department, uh, and uh, you uh, you would suppose the rioters too, that they're not going to arrest anybody for the destruction of these statues. You know, if we had a uh, a vote, a city council, and a debate where everybody was heard, the historical preservationists and the historical revisionists and the you know decision was made to take the statues down that'd be one thing but that's not what's happening here you've got these radicals marxist radicals out in the street just pulling down um monuments to our history and demanding that we rename all the military bases that were based uh, named after confederate generals you wonder (laughs) doesn't take much imagination who these bases would be renamed after and who these statues will be replaced by, you know, there'll be a statue of Al Sharpton. There will be an army base named after Jesse Jackson. Barack Obama will be everywhere as you know, our history has continued to ignore his, uh, his communist indoctrination and upbringing. And Joe Biden's trying to seize on the moment, um, it, by claiming that, uh, you know, Donald Trump is a racist. Donald Trump is a racist. They can't actually point to anything that's true, at least, you know, they continue to tell this uh, very fine people lie that has entered the American consciousness as conventional wisdom. He said no such thing about the the uh, Nazis or the Klansmen. He was talking about historical revisionists and the uh, the good people on both sides, the historical revisionists on one side and the uh, historical preservationists on the other. Kevin McCarthy uh, pointed out that uh, Joe Biden has a a real problem when it comes to this whole uh, moral purity test that the Marxists are now uh, applying to everybody. Remember what Joe Biden also did. He gave the eulogy to Robert Byrd. Grand wizard he was. I wonder if Nancy Pelosi is sending a letter to the DNC to not have him as the nominee for the Democratic Party. Just as she wants to remove statues, she should remove him as well for what he honored in the Grand Wizard. Well, he gave uh, the eulogy for Robert Byrd. He worked uh, with with Eastman of Mississippi, he was uh, he, he made coalitions out of the segregationists and supported a lot of their causes. Kaylee McInerney, uh, you know, Kevin McCarthy made a good point, but it was Kel- uh, Kaylee McInerney that really drove it home. 
Where do you draw the line here? Uh, I'm told that no longer can you find on HBO Gone with the Wind because somehow that is now offensive. Um, where do you draw the line? Is it should George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and James Madison be erased from history? What about FDR and because of internment camps? You know, he, should he be erased from history or Lyndon Johnson, who has a history of, of documented racist statements? And finally, what about people that are alleged by the media to be segregationists? NBC tells us Joe Biden didn't just compromise with segregationists. He fought for their causes in schools, experts say. CNN tells us letters from Joe Biden reveal how he sought support of segregationists in the fight against busing. Washington Post tells us that Biden's tough talk on 1970s schools desegregation plans could get him new scrutiny. And there are several more that where that came from. So I'll leave you with the question. Should we then rename the Biden Welcome Center? Well, we would rename the Biden Welcome Center if we held Biden to the same standard that the cancel culture is holding everybody else to and he certainly wouldn't be the nominee of the democrat party (laughs) the double standards uh for the democrats if they didn't have double standards they'd have no standards at all this is a this clip's a little bit off topic but here is a former colorado governor john hickenlooper talking about his support for biden do you believe tara reed's allegations against joe biden and will you still support him well first let me say that any woman who comes forward and talks about the uh, sexual assault that they've had to endure, they deserve to be listened to and they deserve to be believed. In the end, I still support uh, uh, Joe Biden for president. So according to Hickenlooper, I listened to Tara Reid and I believe her. Remember, she's alleging that uh, Joe Biden raped her um, digitally. (laughs) But uh, John Hickenlooper is going to support him anyway. They deserve to be listened to, and they deserve to be believed. In the end, I still support uh, uh, Joe Biden for president. I think I think John Hickenlooper speaks for the Democrats. I, I think he speaks for them. They uh, they've they've got this standard, but they only hold Republicans to it. In the end, as John Hickenlooper says, they're going to turn a blind eye to Joe Biden's support for segregation and support for segregationists. And they're going to uh, vote to get the orange man out. We got to run out to a break. Stick with us. You hear the headlines. You know health insurance is a real mess right now. Premiums have skyrocketed, and in most cases, you're stuck with your plan until open enrollment. But there's a government rule that allows you to qualify for lower health insurance rates if your life has changed. That means if you've changed jobs, if you're having a child, if you're getting married, if you're getting divorced, even if you run a small business or you're self-employed, this law may qualify you to get lower health insurance rates. Call the health insurance hotline today learn how this 10-minute call can help you get lower health insurance rates this is a free service to help consumers learn the laws to help them qualify for lower health insurance rates so call right now to learn more 800-605-1679 800-605-1679 that's 800-605-1679 paid for by go health 
This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Mojo. So we're not having a debate whether or not these monuments ought to come down. The, the Marxists in the streets are just doing it. And if, if you think that it's going to stop there, you're badly mistaken. Over at CNN, they're already beating the drum to go after the founders. America, it was already multicultural. There were already Latinos. There were already black people. So if we're going to relitigate history, let's start with that. Is it is it about statues and monuments? I, I know that you saw the interview I did with um, Corey Stewart, mm-hmm. who's, who's trying to run for a Senate seat there in Virginia. And he, he makes the case that it is about statues and monuments and everyone's trying to make it about something else. I think that we have to get to the heart of the problem here and the heart of the problem is the way in which many of us were taught American history. American history is not all glorious and and even though I love John to death, I couldn't disagree more. Well, is there any part of it glorious? Because to listen to these radicals, there is no part of this country that's worth redemption or salvation or, or even honoring about George Washington. George Washington was a slave owner. Let me go back and, and uh, get a little bit more of that. I disagree more about George Washington. George Washington was a slave owner, and we need to call slave owners out for what they are. Whether we think they were protecting American freedom or not, he wasn't protecting my freedom. I wasn't someone who my ancestors weren't deemed human beings to him. And so to me, I don't care if it's a George Washington statue or a Thomas Jefferson statue or a Robert E. Lee statue. They all need to come down. There- or a James Madison statue or a- John Adams statue, it it will be endless. It'll be endless. Our history will be erased and replaced by this, uh, this 1619 narrative. And, uh, you know, if you think they're just out for the, the statues and the, uh, the military names on the, the bases, well, you're just not paying attention. Here's Van Jones over at CNN. There's another reality here that you're starting to see. So even the most liberal, well-intentioned white person has a a, a virus uh, in his or her brain that can be activated at an instant. And so what you're seeing now is a curtain falling away. Look in the mirror at how you choke off black opportunity, how you choke off black dignity, how you behave. People are now fed up. Uh, we, the people are telling me they're tired of hashtags. It's not the racist white person who's in the Ku Klux Klan that we have to worry about. And James Baldwin said it best. White people in these situations are always innocents, are, are always innocent. Oh, my God, I can't believe this. Teach me. Educate me. Help me understand. I can't let this happen. Talk to me. Tell me something. Tell me what to do. White people are always innocent and they're innocent constitutes their crime it is too late to be innocent it's too late to be innocent your innocence constitutes your crime i mean that's some orwellian doublespeak right there you can be the biggest black lives supporter in the world but if your skin is white according to van jones you're 
guilty. You cannot wash off the stain of your race. The same people that are telling us it's wrong to judge people by the the color of their skin and not the content of their character are doing exactly that. This is a sort of a, you know, you want to say reverse racism. It's just racism. It's straight up bigotry. And, uh, and there's really no end in sight. So let's catch up on the latest in Seattle. Of course, the free nation of Chaz, they've got checkpoints and a wall. They've got a wall built around their, their country and they, uh, they're screening people. They have, uh, armed checkpoints where they'll, uh, they'll let you in or not determining what, whether or not Raz Simone decides if he wants to allow it. Raz Simone, a, uh, a rapper is, uh, is the guy that, uh, is in authority at the free Republic of Chaz. And there's a sign on these checkpoints that says, you are leaving the USA. It's the very definition of insurrection, just the very thing that they put the Insurrection Act of 1807 in place for. I've got a clip here of Raz Simone, a little bit of his rapping. It's not, uh, doesn't show much talent, but it kind of shows where he's coming from. They don't understand why we ride. We was taught no one would give us a job. They don't understand all this gold. Once we started succeeding, we had to shine. They don't understand why we go to games. Trying to find that unity that's don't slaves. They don't understand why we go to gangs. They don't understand all this gold. At the very beginning of that music video, uh, you know, they... They focus uh, on a, a tag, graffiti tag, says a good cop is a dead cop. So we know exactly where Raz Simone is coming from. But Antifa is uh, expanding its operation. Uh, there has now been efforts to set up uh, autonomous zones in Portland and San Francisco as well. They've occupied uh, City Hall in Seattle and uh, the mayor there has abandoned it to them. They've driven out the police from City Hall, and they've driven out the police, which, you know, you would think is not part of Chaz, and they've also driven out the police in uh, the People's Republic of Chaz there. They're levying taxes on local businesses, demanding that they uh, they pay their tribute to... um, King Raz, not a single Democrat in Washington has condemned what's going on in Seattle. Hell, for that matter, I don't think the governor of uh, of, uh, Washington or the mayor of Seattle has condemned it. The mayor sent in porta potties. They had sent in food for the occupiers, but the occupiers complained that the homeless people stole it all, so they want more. And uh, by the way, it needs to be vegan. <laughs> this is America's future. If if the people don't turn out and reelect Trump this November, you know Joe Biden's not going to stand against it. And ultimately, you know this whole effort to erase our history and reestablish, uh, you know, their own fiefdoms. We know exactly how it's going to end. 
It's going to end with the shredding of the Constitution. The only parts of the Constitution that the Democrats demand to be enforced are those parts that uh, have been misinterpreted by left-wing Supreme Courts. Well, they found a constitutional right for abortion and a constitutional right for same-sex marriage. That'll be enshrined in whatever document they replace our actual constitution with. Joe Biden already can't tell the difference between the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. He's always quoting the Declaration and saying that it comes from the Constitution. Man, we had a bloodbath on Wall Street yesterday. A bloodbath. The media is uh, blaming it on uh, the coronavirus. The Wuhan virus, they tell us, is is, going to spike, and that's what drove the markets down. No mention at all of the civil unrest that is now, um, you know, approaching its peak with armed bands of Marxists occupying one of our major cities and attempting to do so in others. That, that, that doesn't have anything to do with it. We're told Donald Trump was in Texas yesterday. We're going to have uh, a lot from, from uh, his roundtable discussion out there. Joe Biden appears to be trying to coordinate a, uh, a military coup timed with the election so that uh, he can guarantee that he'll get the bad orange man out of there. And, of course, we'll take a look at the hypocrisy in the defund the police movement. We'll have a long uh, regular feature on this show about the cancel culture it's uh, it's going to be a parade of cancel culture we've got to run out to a break we'll be right back on right now with jim dawes on the mojo 50 radio network stick with us Son, tonight we look after the North Pole while Santa delivers all the holiday goodies. Wooden ponies, dolls, Xfinity. Xfinity? It's only the awesomest internet ever. The whole family can enjoy fast, reliable internet speed and great coverage all at a great value. Plus, advanced security is included at no extra cost with Xfinity XFi and the XFi Gateway. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Choose the speed that works for you. Up to gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network, a daily journal of news, politics, and culture. Home in America, first perspective. Well, it was about one week ago that 
The economic news sounded something like this. It is a stunner. This is a stunner. It is optimistic. The jobs number for May, 2.5 million jobs added. Had to double check those numbers because that was absolutely not what we were expecting. It appears to be a stunner, uh, much better than expected. I could say it all pretty much in three words. Do you have any idea what they are? Jobs, jobs, jobs. The May jobs report is out and it is far better than analysts had predicted. <laughs> I am so stunned. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. This does show that the U.S. economy is perhaps a lot more resilient than we anticipated. It's such great news for the American people. And the fact is, is that uh, we're back. Today is probably, if you think of it, the greatest comeback in American history. But you, it's not going to stop here. It's going to keep going. So the economy was getting up off the the mat, fighting its way back, showing how strong it was before the Corona lockdowns. And, uh, and then something really odd happened. Dr. Fauci decided to, to weigh in after staying silent throughout these protests where you had hundreds of thousands of people crammed up against each other. He had nothing to say about that, but in advance, you know, uh, of, of better, financial news he decided to come out and say well we're going to have a spike this is going to cause a spike and uh, and then yesterday the economic news turned to this take a look at how we finished up the day on wall street the dow falling 1861 points a drop of almost seven percent that is the worst day for the dow since march 16th s&p 500 also falling hard. Every sector getting slammed in the S&P. It closed out the day down 5.9%, just about at the lows of the session. As for the tech-heavy NASDAQ, which had been outperforming all year, it did hold up a little better than the rest, but still a sharp drop of 5.25%. And the Russell 2000 index of small caps slammed down 7.6%. We have not seen a day like this for stocks in months and it comes after a dramatic runoff from the march lows that we had already seen more than 45 percent for the overall markets taking it back on a day like today yep they took out most of the recent gains uh back that uh that is called a buying opportunity this this uh this economy is going to rebound uh it, it was spooked yesterday of course wall street uh, acts like a bunch of lemmings and there are people that uh that actually manufacture this news that uh, they're in before you have an opportunity to take advantage of a down market. They create crises. I'm talking about people like Soros. They create crises, and then uh, you know they're they're first. They use uh, short selling to uh, to make sure that they've locked in their position before anybody else uh, can uh, can take advantage of them. But, uh, you know, there's no way of sugarcoating it. The The market uh, took a tumble yesterday, and uh, the only thing to do is is to buy. Even uh, even if you don't uh, believe that uh, Donald Trump is going to get reelected, there's going to be uh, more market highs before the November election. And as I mentioned, the, the media are all blaming Corona. They don't want to uh, admit that anything, that this had anything to do with the civil unrest, riots, lootings, murders going on in the streets and a major American city having a, a, a big portion of it occupied by Marxist revolutionaries. 
And, you know, uh, also this Fauci announcement is, is right on time for, um, to, uh, to, to allow these media talking heads to condemn Donald Trump's rally. Uh, Trump had yesterday announced that, uh, you know, he's, he's going to start his rallies back up. They're desperate to stop that because a lot of people will get the message from these rallies and it's the message that uh, will win the election. You can bet that, uh, the networks and the left wing cable broadcasters are not going to cover the rallies like they did in 2016 ratings be damned. They're not going to, and, and, and he's going to be heavy, heavily censored off of the, the tech platforms as well. YouTube will make it very difficult to find any coverage of these rallies. Hell, Facebook is already uh, saying that they're going, admitting under pressure from their left-wing workforce that they're going to uh, to censor Trump during this election. How's that for some election interference? But prepare yourself for the onslaught. Trump rallies are literally the most dangerous thing in the world. These journalists, uh, when they realize that he takes their message that, you know, uh, mass gatherings are good. They will spin on the dime. As a matter of fact, Cory Booker, uh, here, here's a clip of him before, uh, well, here's a Cory Booker clip. Protest good rallies bad. Those people in the streets, uh, God bless them. We're going to be starting our rallies. The first one we believe will be probably, we're just starting to call up, uh, will be in Oklahoma. Well, it, it, this president seems to be rushing to rallies. He's putting himself and a lot of people at risk. <laughs> Let's do that again. Those people in the streets, uh, God bless them. We're going to be starting our rallies. The first one we believe will be probably, we're just starting to call up, uh, will be in Oklahoma. Well, it, it, this president seems to be rushing to rallies. He's putting himself and a lot of people at risk. They're trying to kill grandma. It's not the Democrat governors that uh, demanded that nursing homes take a, a Wuhan virus patients. It'll be Donald Trump that's trying to kill grandma. Alex Berenson, uh, he, he's written a book about all of the contradictions and hypocrisies uh, with regard to this, this Wuhan virus response. Uh, it was originally uh, Amazon had refused to publish it, and then it got enough exposure that they had to cave uh, to their censorious uh, tendencies there was a little bit too much truth in there. We know that um, any doctors that uh, had a, a dissenting point of view from the lockdowns were censored off of YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. Here's Alex Berenson talking about the lockdowns. Ending lockdowns does not seem to make much difference at all. Um, and, and you can see this. It's, it, it's great to look at Europe because Europe doesn't have the red state, blue state problem. And most right. of these countries are actually pretty politically liberal. And so if you look at Norway, where, you know, the, the head of the health authority said a couple of weeks ago, we're not sure that lockdowns made any difference because it looks like moderate social distancing made all the difference we needed. And, and possibly the virus is actually on the way out, even as we impose the lockdowns. If you look at Switzerland, they've basically ended all their lockdown restrictions. And I think in about a week, they'll end everything. 
um, Denmark, same thing. So these countries, which have no political axe to grind here, which are not trying to get Donald Trump reelected and couldn't and could care less about that, have all moved quickly to end their lockdowns, and they really haven't seen any spike. So we're to believe that for the first time in modern history, uh, we have implemented a program to quarantine everybody. Everybody's got to be quarantined. Stay indoors. You can go to the Walmart, but you can't go to church. You can go to the liquor store, but you can't go to church. You can go to the abortion clinic. Don't you go to church. One church that, um, that engaged in civil disobedience, actual civil disobedience in Mississippi was subsequently burned to the ground by one of these lockdown fanatics who left a note afterwards saying, stay at home. And now Fauci, after leading this effort to lock everybody down, is, uh, is out just in time to, to put the lid back on the Trump rallies, give the talking heads their talking points. You know, all the things we learned about viruses, they did it just the opposite. In the old days, if there was a, an outbreak of, uh, of a virus, they would, uh, they would actually set up field hospitals outside because they knew that that was the, the place least likely to be infected, get you out in fresh air and sunshine. And in this one, they did just exactly the opposite of what had been practiced for hundreds of years. So um, this uh, this money making operation that Act Blue has uh, put together is uh, is being exposed. Money is pouring in hundreds of millions of dollars. I think I saw four hundred and twenty nine million dollars had been uh, donated by these big corporations trying to buy peace from the Black Lives Matter movement. It's all going through uh, a company called Act Blue. And Act Blue takes all that money. And uh, if, if you don't jump through all of the right hoops and everything when you donate it, well, then they get to decide where that money goes. A recent look at the donations from Act Blue shows that they gave $186 million to the Bernie Sanders 2020 campaign. $186 million to a self-declared socialist Marxist who spent his honeymoon in Russia. Biden is, uh, is right behind Bernie. They gave him $119 million. They gave $93 million to Pocahontas, the other Marxist socialist. They gave a little over 75 to Pete. Little Pete goes on and on and on. Hey, we're going to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Mojo. Attention homeowners that have ever had a broken appliance. <laughs> That's a joke, right? We've all had broken appliances. 
I own a home just like you and have found a way for as little as a dollar a day to have all the major appliances in my home on a warranty plan. They're guaranteed to be fixed or replaced. You know how expensive an air conditioner, a heating system, a washing machine, dryer, water heater, or refrigerator can be. For about a dollar a day, all your major appliances are protected in case they break. Unless you're uh, Daddy Warbucks or the Monopoly guy and you don't care about money, call my friends at the Home Service Club now and get a warranty on your major appliances. It's a free call and the first month is free. But be one of the first 25 people to call within the next 10 minutes. 800 Well, Trump got out of the swamp yesterday uh, and headed off to Dallas, Texas, where he had a big event at uh, one of these mega churches in the Dallas area. He had uh, clergy at the uh, at the table with him, and uh, he was addressing things needed uh, to expand opportunity in the black community. Now, this wasn't as a response to these uh, demonstrations and riots. Uh, this was planned well beforehand, but uh, uh, Trump. You know, when you when you get to hear him speak without the filter of the mainstream media uh, telling us that everything he says has some sort of crypto racist hidden meaning. He uh, he is very good. Here's a clip from yesterday's roundtable. From day one, I've been fighting for the forgotten men and women of America, and I think we've been doing a great job of it. We've been doing a lot in many other ways, but uh, it's lost a little bit sometimes. Bishop, you know that. It's lost. We've done so much, and a lot of the things that we've done that we're very proud of gets lost. Like, we got criminal justice reform passed, and uh, they've been trying to do it for many years, and they haven't been able to get it passed. We secured permanent and record-setting funding for HBCUs, that's historically black colleges and universities. Uh, It's all done. We created tens of thousands of jobs with Opportunity Zones. Uh, Tim Scott, we had a great senator from South Carolina that many of you know. He came with an idea, and I thought it was a great idea, and we got it done. A lot of people said that could never happen, but nobody thought it would be successful like it is. Tens of thousands of jobs and investment in communities where that money wouldn't go. And we achieved the lowest black unemployment in the history of our country prior to the plague coming in from China. And we'll get it back again soon. It'll happen soon. So no coverage of that in the mainstream media, no coverage of that on the pages of the New York Times or the Washington Post. Total blackout on uh, on the sitting president of the United States. He went on to address these riots that you see in the streets. Instead, we have to go the opposite way. We must invest. I should have said that said it that up better uh he was uh, calling out the democrats uh, movement to defund the police and uh and their calls you know to uh to abolish police departments instead we have to go the opposite way we must invest more energy and resources in police training and recruiting and community engagement we have to respect our police we have to take care of our police they're protecting us and if they're allowed to do their job they'll do a great job and you always have 
a bad apple no matter where you go. You have bad apples, and uh, there are not too many of them. And I can tell you there are not too many of them in the police department. We all know a lot of members of the police. I was listening today, and a friend of mine was on, very important person, said some of the best people he's ever met are policemen, law enforcement people. And they're taking care of people that in many cases they never even met before. And at great danger, great risk, they get shot for no reason whatsoever other than they're wearing blue. They get knifed. You saw that the other night. It was a horrible thing. But there is no opportunity without safety. Well, you're not allowed to say blue lives matter. You're not allowed to say all lives matter. Out in St. Louis, the Fox Theater had uh, a memorial on its marquee to uh, the slain police officer that was responding to uh, a looting of a, a, um, a pawn shop. David Dorn did a 40-year uh, career in law enforcement, shot dead, and so they put up a marquee that said Blue Lives Matter. They had to apologize. Oh, we, we're sorry. We didn't mean Blue Lives Matter. Blue Lives don't really matter. We're going to talk a little bit more about this defund the police movement. Uh, it is a, a train that is uh, running down the tracks, and it's, uh, it's going to run over old Joe. He's trying to figure out how to, to get out of the way, but uh, the train is rolling. I want to remind you to go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com and get your four-week emergency food supply. You can still save $100. It's normally $297. You can get it now for $197. It's got a 25-year shelf life with 2,000 calories a day, 284 total servings of breakfast, lunch, dinners, and drinks, snacks. And on top of the... $100 off, you'll get free shipping. (laughs) That's huge. You need to put yours away. Uh, Get it today and put it away. Because if trends continue, uh, there may be disruptions to the food supplies. I think it'll probably be in the big cities more than anywhere else. But you don't want to take a chance. You want to have this emergency food supply on hand so you and your family can weather the storm. Go to preparewithmojo50.com and get yours today. I saw a a headline in the New York Times. I don't subscribe to the New York Times, and it's behind a paywall, so you you can read the first uh, little blurb from it. But they've got a headline uh, that screams, As cities got safer, police budgets grew. As cities got safer, police budgets grew. Not as police budgets grew, cities got safer. They want to tell you that in spite of the cities getting safer, the police still got more money. No, the police budgets grew and the cities got safer. And the New York Times had a front row seat right there in Manhattan as Rudy Giuliani came in after years of feckless left-wing mayors had allowed their city to go to crap. He stepped in and started uh, implementing uh, broken windows policy where all laws were enforced to set the standard. The city rebounded. And after eight years as mayor, he left, having turned the city around completely, turned it from a basket case to a, um, a safe city where people wanted to live. And now all of that has been flushed down the toilet by the Marxist that somehow got elected as mayor of New York city. 
Kevin McCarthy commented on uh, this defund the police movement and uh, and Joe Biden's efforts to try to to get out of the way. Defund the police is a real movement that's actually sweeping the Democrat Party. This is not something that we at the Trump campaign or Republicans anywhere. Actually, that's a Trump campaign spokesman. That's not Kevin McCarthy. Is a real movement that's actually sweeping the Democrat Party. This is not something that we at the Trump campaign or Republicans anywhere made up. All you have to do is look around the country and see exactly what's happening. When when these folks say defund the police, that's precisely what they mean. If you all you have to do is look at the mayors of our two largest cities, the mayor of New York, the mayor of Los Angeles, shifting money away from police departments. The city council of Minneapolis, where the whole sad tale of the George Floyd killing actually took place, the city council voted to disband the police department. You have elected officials all over the place, all Democrats, supporting defunding the police. The mayor of San Francisco, uh, Congresswoman uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Benny Thompson. Uh, You have members of Congress not willing to actually say whether they agree with it or not. And they all have one thing in common. They all support uh, Joe Biden's candidacy to run for president of the United States. Joe Biden is on the defund the police train, whether he knows it or not. And it has already left the Democrats. I I don't think he's on the train. I think he's standing on the tracks in front of the train. But he referred there to one of the thought leaders of the Democrat Party, the member of the squad, Ilhan Omar. I played a clip yesterday of AOC saying defund the police means exactly what it says. It means abolish the police. Well, Ilhan Omar, one of her uh, fellow members of the squad, I guess AOC would be the captain of the squad. She uh, she made. made it known exactly what this movement is about. I will never stop saying not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. The Minneapolis Police Department is rotten. Rotten. It's rotten. And so when we dismantle it, we get rid of that cancer. It's a cancer, the police department, that is saved more black lives than any any of these social programs that these idiot mayors have put in. It's a cancer, says Ilhan Omar. This is going to be one hell of a, an election. The Democrats have got their operation at hitting on all cylinders to steal the election. They've got the mail-in ballots. They've got this um, electoral college compact where regardless of how a state's voters may decide the election. They're going to give their electoral college votes to whichever candidate gets the popular nationwide vote. In other words, they're disenfranchising their own people. And these bills have actually passed into law in six or seven states. They're going to do it. They're going to try to do it. it. It can't be challenged before they try to do it, but they're going to try to do it. And if that doesn't work, Joe Biden is already uh, contemplating, you know, if, if, if they can't get away with their cheating or somebody calls them on it, Joe Biden's already contemplating what he'll do next. This president's going to try to steal this election. Have you ever considered what would happen if the election results came out as you being the winner and Trump refused to leave? Yes, I have. I was so damn proud. You have four chiefs of staff coming out and ripping the skin off of Trump. And you have so many rank and file military personnel saying, whoa, 
we're not a military state. This is not who we are. I promise you, I'm absolutely convinced they will escort him from the White House. So I promise you they will escort him from the White House. Interesting thing about that clip with Trevor Noah on The Daily Show is it had been edited. Right after he answered that que- asked that question, there was a an edit taken. And I would like to know exactly what they took out. Was it more forceful calling for a military coup? We've seen now all of these generals um, repudiating their commander-in-chief. And I think they know the fix is in, and they want to be on the right side when Joe Biden has Donald Trump tossed out of the White House. Here is General Miley himself, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, saying something that is truly bewildering. As many of you saw the result of the photograph of me at Lafayette Square last week, that sparked a national debate about the role of the military in civil society. I should not have been there. My presence in that moment and in that environment created a perception of the military involved in domestic politics. Really? The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff taking a picture with the commander-in-chief in in front of a a church that had been burned out by uh, violent forces that had, uh, had rampaged through our nation's capital. He tells us that was inappropriate. Of the military involved in domestic politics. As a commissioned uniformed officer, it was a mistake that I have learned from, and I sincerely hope we all can learn from it. We who wear the cloth of our nation come from the people of our nation, and we must hold dear the principle of an apolitical military that is so deeply rooted in the very essence of our... Yeah, we, uh, we shouldn't protect our nation's capital from, uh, from being overrun with uh, Marxist revolutionaries. I shouldn't have had a picture taken with the commander-in-chief. You know, this U.S. military has spent so much time fighting in these Middle East hell holes that they apparently have forgotten that their first responsibility is to protect the United States of America and its constitution and its safety. And that includes protecting the American people from a seditious move to unseat the government. And that's exactly what Joe Biden is bragging about when that is he can manage to string a sentence together. You know, the rapidly rising, uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with, uh, I don't know, uh, with, uh, with, uh, I don't know, uh, his, his just, Inability to focus on any federal response. <laughs> Trump has an inability to focus. Uh, I don't know. At the same event with Joe Biden, he's sitting down. He, he does a little better when he's sitting down, but he, he still can't get his facts right. He's going down in Texas on Juneteenth, right? The first major massacre, literally speaking, of the uh, Black Wall Street, right? Years ago. Uh, great, great bite there, Joe, except for Juneteenth is June 19th. I don't know why they don't just call it June 19th. And this massacre that he refers to wasn't in Texas. It was in Oklahoma. But, you know, nobody's going to fact check Joe Biden. You don't fact check Joe Biden. And then he said a real doozy. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact 
that George Floyd's mm -hmm. death did. Even Martin Luther King's assassination didn't have the impact of George Floyd. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's death did. Yeah, they're going to have to keep this guy on the teleprompter. He can't be uh, speaking off the cuff. Well, that takes us to the end of this edition of Right Now. I want to thank you for joining us and hope you'll come back here again tomorrow right here on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. We'll talk to you then. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. This episode is sponsored by schwanns.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details.